Welcome to the Dog Zone 9000, the official podcast of 1900hotdog.com, comedy hilarity website. I'm TV Sean Baby from the internet, and with me is my partner in hilarity, Robert Brockway. Webster's Dictionary defines Robert Brockway <laughs> as, happy to be here. That's an intro. That's how you do it, everybody. Uh, and with us is a veteran of the United States Army and of cracked video production, Christian Ramirez. Hey, what's going on, guys? We are here to educate the world about a very, very sexy pickup artist named Don Diebel. Oh, are we getting are you straight a... into it? Well, <laughs> I, I figured we let's let's lay out the theme are just we... to let people prepare. I want people to like, have a <laughs> to turn it off, to get ready, to yeah, duck you out, and erase yourself. For get the, the oh, fuck no. out of here! <laughs> you listen to the wrong podcast. <laughs> I thought you're oh, looking at their drive, being like, oh no, I don't have enough time to finish this. <laughs> do, at the top of the show we do like to uh talk about our current projects what we're working on christian do you have anything um fun you're working on right now uh currently i'm starting to get wind back up into getting into podcasts i was kind of out of it for the last year um but yeah i've been working on some music uh, and stuff like that that hopefully will be coming out soon mm. when i yeah and i'll i'll do more like uh I'll I'll drop more info on that of where you can hear it. It's probably going to be at Small Beans. I'll just say that. Oh, I see. So listen to Small Beans for the exclusive info drop. Nothing here at the Dog Zone. Yeah, no, nothing yet. Yeah, it's because not... I'm I'm not quite ready yet. <laughs> Speaking of Brockway, what are you uh, working on these days? Hot uh, dog related. Well, hot dog related, I haven't been doing too much fun. I've been sorting out all of these artifacts, these cursed artifacts of '90s trading cards and <laughs> pogs and shirts and then mailing them out to people and probably getting them in trouble with i don't know some sort of government agency i'm assuming but uh, it's funny how like you just vanished for like three days you're like cool i got a whole bunch of pogs in and some weird cards to, to send to everybody and then i just never heard from you until like there's just thousands of pictures of fucking lunatic pogs that you found it took so long and i'm so bad at it it just I, there's got to be a better way to do it than what i did which was just no system just every inch of my house taken over with <laughs> madness and i'm sorting through piles as i'm sitting there like yeah this is kind of funny just burnt, that's how i do it too <laughs> burnt out on my bulk my bulk lot of like by weight pogs came in <laughs> ziploc bags there were so many gems in there just like every third one is th was the fucking weirdest thing i've ever seen yeah the pogs were so fucking crazy my favorite were like the andre agassi no comment ones they were just they were just Seemingly like Fully random from across the multiverse. Like, sometimes it'd be like, okay, this is like a 90s show I kind of remember. And other times it's just like, like an original skeleton character with like a Scottish kilt on. You're like, what the, what the fuck am I looking at? Why did someone draw that? <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> launching their original IP exclusively through Pog yeah. form. Right. Like, this is, this is a new medium. It's like books. It's like TV. People will <laughs> communicate their stories through Pogs. Which like... I, all of my favorite novels, when I, when... A novel gets adapted into Pog. That's when the art's the art truly shines. Real, real quick, what do you what do you think the rules for Pogs are? Because it was supposed to be a game. I mean, I I lived, oh, I lived um, through this, and I have no idea what Pogs were for. Yeah, I don't have a joke answer. I think you stacked them vertically, and then you had like a slammer. You have slammers slammed, thing, Yeah, yeah. I think you slammed the the ground next to them. I don't think you like actually made contact with Pog stack. And then the ones that like landed face up were were yours to keep. You hit the you hit a, the ground so hard with this like one ounce. Yeah, or like thing. the floor, I guess. 
Yeah. Do you need like a special table, like a trampoline table to <laughs> transmit? Maybe. What the fuck were we doing with Pogs? What was that? Why? Why did we do that? Who was that for? Yeah. I literally never knew anyone who played it for real. I no, feel like me neither. I, I I knew a couple of friends that collected them. I guess when, yeah. when we were kids, but uh, like yeah, I guess uh, I have to, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Right. If if you really like those skeleton skeletons with kilts, you love original skeleton art. Pogs were a great way to to embrace that. Yeah, they or, were the, they were the thing for kids in the like elementary school kids during recess who didn't want to like read their cards, who just wanted to fucking throw stuff. That's what Pogs too much were yes. too much reading on a trading card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's the crowd you're recruiting. Uh-huh. That's what it is. Well, that was just a real strange slice of life to relive of being like, wow, what. What even was this that took over the whole world for like eight months and then yeah. just filled every landfill on the planet with, with <laughs> fucking elf pogs? Well, <sighs> I have been, uh, you've probably seen me in Slack, uh, struggling with this article. Uh, I found an author named Mario Corelli on Amazon and he self-published six books. And each book is exactly 101 things. It's just full on like fucking early 2000s, like, listicle shit in book form. <laughs> and each page is its own entry, right? So it's like, sometimes it's like 101 things to do for fun. It'll be like, play baseball. And that will be the whole page. Just <laughs> play baseball. Doesn't even and elaborate? Like, just like big no, words? Just, it's, it's like brainstorming sessions this guy put into into books as like this total get-rich-quick scheme that I I don't think worked out. I, I might be his only customer. And so I was <laughs> I was fascinated with You're these so books, right? You're so many people's only customer. <laughs> I really, I <laughs> and so I, I started just scanning like crazy. I'm like, these are all so funny, right? And I thought I would do sort of an article of like, or of his greatest hits, like three or four of his books. And then I got to one called 101 Things to Make Her Wet. Oh, no. And all of a, <laughs> no. All of a sudden, no, this must have been the no. first one he did. Yeah, it's really bad. It it must have been his first book because his English is just fucking terrible. I don't know if he put it through Google Translate or if he didn't try anything, but it's just like intricate body part names, like like delicate, uh, specific medical terms that he's getting wrong along with the broken English. So it's just like grab Hermann's pubis with your teeth and then take take a church trip, and you're like, what the fuck does that mean? And, and you know what it means if you have to ask. And so I spent at least two days just laughing my ass off scanning pages from this book, having no coherent way to turn this into an article other than, ha ha, look at this fucking shit. Like, there's no jokes to be made about any of it. Uh, and yet, by the time I was done, I'd written probably 3,000 words, and it is 62 pages long in Google Docs. Like, it is <laughs> vertically the longest article we'll ever have on the website, ever. Right, because he's and, used uh, 108 point font yeah, to just yeah. spell out, like, vulva. <laughs> Right. Do the vulva. Yeah. There's there is one line where I swear to God is just as generally pubic mound. That's the entire page. <laughs> just that region. Gen- generally, <laughs> I mean just, the whole area. Real you know, good. Real good stuff. More or less there. the groin. You know what I'm trying to say is kind of do something with the groin. Generally pubic mound. Okay, that's like, if you're boiling it down to one thing, just the generally pubic mound. Area is important. She'll love it. You'll find um, that. You'll find that going forward. Yeah, when it's, your brand also, is 101 uh, things, then like you're going to kind of run out of stuff at some but point. But that's not right. even that's not even that much in terms of these right, books. Right, that's some true. Like, like 3700 things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Godek did 1001 ways to be romantic and he doesn't fucking know one and he did that book again. <laughs> and he did he did that book like eight times. Yeah. 
The other like, thing about this guy, I, I kept trying to figure him out. Like, that's always the fun game about these books. Like, is this guy fully a virgin or did he have like one girlfriend and they like this lived in a cave and invented their own types of sex? Like, because some of it was like. <laughs> those are the two well, options to choose right, from. Those are, those are the two I'm trying to pick from. Because he'll, he'll say stuff like, before my orgasm, put my finger in the anus. And I'm like, okay, I'm clearly taking her finger and putting it in an anus. I don't know whose anus. <laughs> Somebody but also, this is a very unusual thing to do. Like, you could put a finger in a butt, but to just to surprise someone with their own finger is a very strange thing to do. He quit, invented quit it. Quit fingering and, yourself. Quit yeah. fingering yourself. And he'll he'll have advice that's very very specific. Where I feel like he copy and pasted it from some sort of like, you know vaginal massage chart he looked up online and then other stuff is like put an entire boob in her in your mouth just get <laughs> as much of the boob into your mouth as possible and i'm like it's not not erotic it's just not advice i mean it's you like a I mean? hot like, do- it's like a hot dog eating contest yeah. it's more of a food it's more you of never a food go challenge. full kirby on your lover that's not something we right? do just go full Be- kirby become the boob afterwards <laughs> <laughs> but imagine a woman saying that to you. Hey, a lot of guys don't know the secret, but just try to get the whole titty in there. Just open, just like a Baby, pest you ever played Kirby? Crank your head back. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love it. It's my new favorite book. One hundred one things to make her wet by Mario Corelli. Look it up on Amazon. It's five dollars ninety nine cents. Uh, wow, really? His second customer. That's a yeah. lot. That's a lot these days. <laughs> I think you can get it straight to your Kindle, probably with. Okay, Amazon. Uh, my book program. is five dollars and ninety nine cents. These yeah. cannot, these cannot be of equal value. Yeah, Your and, book, and I, I put more than like more than like forty <laughs> words in my book. You cannot charge five ninety. That's a ninety nine cent, or that's a, that's a one cent on Amazon. I can almost then, guarantee you, you spent more time on Carrier Wave than this guy did on Hundred One Ways to Make Her Wet. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can almost really. guarantee it. I um. <laughs> I truly think I probably spent, without exaggeration, five times longer writing this article than he spent writing the book. Like, n- <laughs> without exaggeration in, in any way. I mean, it sounds like your article is at least 3,000 words, and it sounds like this book is like 72 words. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> Anyway, that's, that's what I've been working on. And so forgive me if I'm completely deranged, because that's... It, it took a lot out of me. It was the silliest book I've ever tried to talk about. Intensely, wow. just non-directionally, unfocusedly erotic. That's what <laughs> right. I expect. Just, just random words sort of related to the mons pubis. Yeah. Like, I just, think I'm generally just like horny. Yeah, just like the pubic mound. You want to get in the area of what's going yeah. on. I'm in the sexual area. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies. The other thing. One last thing about Mario Corelli, which I, I truly loved, uh, is that it seems like it was written backwards from like stuff he wants to do to women and like trying to put a spin on that so that he's making them happy. So like, for example, um, I don't do a ton of this, but you know, when you, you have sex with boobs, you see it in the movies more often than in yeah, real life, yeah, yeah. but like, it's more of a him thing than a her thing. I always figured like a <laughs> nice yeah. thing to do for his birthday or something Yeah, for him. He's like, use Use my boobs to create a fake vagina channel. This will make me feel like you truly love me. And it's just this weird, like, self-esteem thing. That's like, how, that's how love fuck my tits to, to make me feel better about myself. And, like, I'm not, a, I'm not exaggerating. This is, that's the spin he tried to put on, um, I guess, what we call titty fucking. I, I don't like the, the podcast to get that lewd, but we're talking right. titty fucking. Yeah. It? Let's not dance around it. 
Well, it sounds like we're talking titty loving. Uh, <laughs> yes. Titty. The love titty is the romance. important part for him. And um, this is all a perfect transition into what we're talking about today, which is Don Diebel. Uh, I did a very long, cracked article about this guy, so you might be familiar with him if you uh, went to the website or follow my work. Was that just uh, one article? That it, it's. I remember so it being much. like a saga. I, re- <laughs> I remember that like reading War and Peace. You can't tell me that's just one article. It, I, I didn't check the word count on the original, but like uh, it was kind of back when I'd kind of only write a cracked article every like five or six weeks, and yeah. so I could be so indulgent. Like I'd, I'd write it, and I'm like, you know, I could. I could like double the size of that if I just did another book. And then uh, this guy, his career spanned decades and he changes so much from decade to decade. And I'm like, I'm going to do the whole, this guy's whole life. And I, I, you know, spent hundreds of hours just fucking around on this article. Yeah. Tom Diebel, so, yes, this is your life. None yeah, of it your, was good. His biography. No positivity. <laughs> yes. More written about him than, uh, than ever before in that article. So, um, Christian as our guest, uh, uh, you're you're a very like uh, respectful man. I, I see you on the internet. You're you're nice to ladies. Yeah. Uh, was there ever a time in your life you were a uh, uh, poontangist, uh, <laughs> a pussy hound? Is this a is this an area of expertise you ever had? Um, not certainly not to the level of Don Diebel. Just and I can say that right. just judging by his picture <laughs> that you shared with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how would you describe this picture? I did post this picture in Discord so that we could sort of. Give people an idea of what he looks like and his vibe. Yeah, he is a gray-haired gentleman with a mustache. And he has so much volume in his hair. It's the male version of, like, Texas ladies from the 80s who would yeah, yeah try to get all the volume that they could. And he's wearing, I think, overalls? White overalls? Mm-hmm. Yes, and just Rockway thinks they're overall pajamas, and I think they are. You, you I think they right. are denim. I think they are lavender denim overall pajamas. <laughs> and if you're if you're listening and trying to picture that, you're you're on the right track. But like seventy percent more sexual. <laughs> <laughs> right, he's got not like, classically handsome features. He's right. kind of got a weak chin and a very long nose. Yes. Uh, this was taken, I think, in about 1990, so he was probably in his late 40s or early 50s at the time. I feel like that's defensive hair. Like, that's that's probably going to protect you. <laughs> oh, maybe yeah. Off- I bet you could get some good red, like that dinosaur that rams the guy in Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> I think this was a signature hair, though, because I have, uh, on his 1980 book, The Complete Guide to Meeting Women, uh, he has the exact same haircut, uh, same and he's in a hot tub on the cover of that book, so that's that's his <laughs> hot tub. Women love hair. it. This is my number <laughs> one tip: have this hair. Yeah, <laughs> nurture this hair. It it will take you twenty years to grow this much hair. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, that's that's what you're dealing with, and I want you to picture that in your head: a non-handsome elderly man with his hair like blown out to this massive proportion, mm-hmm. like. I guess a game show wig. If you were in Walgreens and a in a wig said game show host, yeah, yeah, sort of looks like that, but with sort of a white streak through it. Yeah. In this picture, it's mostly white, but uh, in his younger days, it was dark with with a white streak. It was very stylish. Um, and he's doing the pinup he, girl pose. It's not a girl doing it for him. He's oh, doing yeah. it right. for for you, which doesn't lend a lot of confidence <laughs> to the whole it's pickup a, artist vibe. It's extremely feminine. Yeah. 
It's like he'd maybe oh. heard of that one pose that uh, Burt Reynolds did and was like, oh, okay, yeah, I can do <laughs> right. that. Sure. Right. But it had but never Burt seen Reynolds it. Reynolds has like reference. a very like... Yeah, he'd never like, seen I, it. I don't give a... Yeah, take a picture of my junk with a hat on it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, that's a... That's a crowd pleaser. The ladies see that and they're like, yes. Like, that's a, that's a guy who knows how to take a picture naked. Yes. And taking a picture naked is a very hard take. Like, if you tell a guy, be sexy, naked or not, it's a difficult thing for men to do. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's showing this. He's, yeah, he's I'd try to make that. myself useful. That's, that's what I'd interpret that <laughs> Just as. Just start doing the dishes. You, like, jumpstart a car. Yeah. Right, no. yeah. I'd go fix something. Be like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Ladies are into that. So... Uh, let's get started talking about Don Diebel. Uh, he's from Texas and, um, he was pretty sure he knew the secret to getting girls. Now, I don't think he's ever been late. Ever. <laughs> I've read all of his books. Nothing indicates that any of this was ever successful. But he went into this thinking he had it. So in 1980, he wrote a book called How to Pick Up Women in Discos. And it did <laughs> not find a publisher. That's yes. tail yeah, end. <laughs> yeah. It was, <laughs> it just got in there. With the, the last couple of them open. Uh, so he had to start his own publishing company. Uh, and in 1980, self-publishing was not like it is now. It's not like Mario Corelli putting out 101 things to make a woman wet. It, yeah. This was like you had to put in 10 grand and then oh, you, you just get a garage. A of the, yes, it's, it's a huge investment that was more or less a scam to trick like narcissistic idiots right so <laughs> if, if you have a book and no publisher wants it someone will be like hey you know we'll publish your book for you it must be great right since no one wanted it and then there <laughs> so you that's go that's all we needed to hear <laughs> <laughs> so don devil has a, a garage full of this book that no one wants and two years later he rewrites it to be called the complete guide to meeting women and uh this is the wrote main out the book disco we'll be... no disco is there at least a chapter about there discos? is a lot of disco in this book i don't <laughs> think he changed a word at all i don't have a copy of Here, how i, to thought, pick up I thought i was joking i should have known better. <laughs> i don't have a copy of the original so i don't know how word for word it is i've seen some uh, excerpts but uh it's very difficult to find so if, if you're listening and you have a copy you know i'd love it uh this book complete guide to meeting women he published himself and it is very cheap like Pages just fall out as I'm reading it. Uh, so if some fall out... Uh, so he's not even good at making books. <laughs> I think he got taken for a ride. Not whatever. good at, at any part of making books. <laughs> okay, so let's start with... Um, he opens on a thing called the different kinds of uh, nightclub women. And this is sort of like tropes you'll find in the bar. And... Um, as Diebel says, I will describe the different types of women you will encounter in, at the clubs. First, I will begin with the undesirable types, which should be avoided if at all possible, because you will just be wasting your time. Believe me. Start. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is how he opens the book. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, there's a section on how to select a good club. And um, you just <laughs> basically go to every club in the city uh, and or ask your friends who frequent the club scene. So, like, that's not bad advice. It's yeah. so... Ab- aggressively obvious that I can't imagine a person existing who wouldn't think of this, but... Right, that's how you find a good anything. Yeah, yes, exactly. You ask people or go to places. and uh, But yeah, this is this is like the, the mind you're dealing with. This is the kind of thing that he thinks is wisdom that needs to be shared. <laughs> uh, so, the first type is the man-hater. 
And I, I think this is kind of... <laughs> what a place to start from. You could not yeah. spell out your opinions on women. Any crazy. Yeah, I'm going to write a book on how to pick up women. Feminist, yeah. <laughs> yes. First you know thing, where you're going, women buddy. hate men. Yeah. yeah. Right, off, right off the bat, you need to know that none of this works. You'll run into a lot of women who just hate men. Yeah, women hate me. It's the first chapter in my book on how to pick up women. <laughs> he says, why in the hell these women go to clubs I'll never be able to figure out. Because of some negative experiences with the opposite sex and because they have been hurt, they think all men are bastards. They are obviously 100% right in this case. Don Diebel is uh, <laughs> yeah. not a good man. Never, never occurred to him that I'm the bastard. Yeah, that was the correct <laughs> assumption on their part when it comes to Don specifically. <laughs> he continues, these women will just sit there with a stone face, rejecting any glances from the opposite sex. If you approach them and try to start up a conversation, they will give you a go-to-hell look that says, go away, creep. So, um, really spelling out, spelling out your life there. Yeah. He uh, doesn't really show you, show you how to like, uh, uh, identify them before this happens. He just wants you to know they're out there and he finds them all the fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And meanwhile, first, first page in every woman's book is how to spot Don Diebel. (laughs) Have you seen this man? If anybody comes up to you in a lilac, overall denim pajama suit just it's it's him you need to get out if i wore that to the club i would get so laid though i mean right anybody uh, else would pull that off (laughs) so the next is the teaser unfortunately you will run into these types at the clubs and in all areas of life you've seen them in high school college work strip joints etc just learn to recognize them and ignore and avoid them i will give you some tips on how to spot them first of all she wears revealing clothes, perhaps see-through material exposing her breasts and nipples. She <laughs> wears very tight clothes also. The non-teaser wears these types of clothes to attract the male attention, but the teaser wears them with the attitude of, you can look, but you better not touch. So, the way you can tell, he says here, the minute you try to get physical with her or try to make advances toward her, she gives you the big brush off. So that's how you can tell. Like, if you see a woman and she's very uh, dressed very sexy... You don't know if she's a teaser until you aggressively make physical contact. <laughs> and um, if she says yes, she wasn't. <laughs> so. <laughs> so he's really so, narrowing uh, he down a lot the more... pool of women that just are both very inviting <laughs> yes. to him specifically and are okay with mm-hmm. being touched by him specifically. <laughs> right. Well, so far, it's all just all the women that don't like Don yeah. <laughs> There's a- what you want to do is avoid all the women that personally hate you <laughs> on site. Uh, next is the drinkaholic. Then there's the dance only woman and the out with the girls night. So it's sort of like like a bad 80s standard routine yeah. about, hey, here's the type of ladies you see at the club. But there's like no jokes. This is very much like he thinks he's giving you like real wisdom by saying some women are cranky and won't fuck yeah. you. <laughs> Instead of a punchline, there is my personal anger. Yes, just a lot of resentment. Uh, The other thing about Don Diebel is he seems to think uh, picking up chicks is very easy. And I say pick up chicks because I'm just speaking in the colloquialism of the time. Uh, (laughs) So he he thinks that um, you should just be able to go up and use pickup lines on like five women and one of them will have sex with you. He's very much like a, hey, give it a shot. Just run into the room and say, who wants to have casual sex with this loser? <laughs> Maybe someone will say yes. 
Like, who wants to make their ex-boyfriend very angry? <laughs> so I'm going to skip ahead to some pragmatic advice. This is how to dress. This is uh, what to wear on page 13. Oh, this has got to be good, knowing the it's one thing, the one thing that I know about him. <laughs> <laughs> now we come to close. This can make you or break you and is very important. Number one, don't wear a three-piece vested suit like in the movie Saturday Night Fever. These went out a long time ago and are out of style. <laughs> Amended. So, yeah. Clearly that part has been edited. Yes, very good writing. The one, the one line. <laughs> don't do this. Underlined, crossed <laughs> <Right>. out. <laughs> do it. It's back. No, I was wrong. I think I could pull it off. No, I, again, I should have gone with my gut. <laughs> It ended so fast. The window closed on me so fast, you guys. <laughs> Number two, whatever you do, don't wear a t-shirt with a slogan on it. Because uh, he doesn't explain why. I guess he spent a few nights being called like the Arby's guy or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that seems accurate. Accurate. Just... Stop calling me Arby's guy. You're just a teaser. <laughs> Showing me your breasts and nipples. What a weirdly specific one to choose for your second. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Get it in there quick. No slogans. Women res respect intellectual property too much. <laughs> Maybe they just all hated the slogans he was wearing. <laughs> right. You wear where's the beef yeah. shirt and they make it a sexual thing about your dick. Real, real grown up guys. Real yeah. grown up. Yeah, he's definitely. His shirt says "Home of the Whopper" with an arrow, and they're like, "Your shirt sucks, and you're a terrible person." He's like, "God, women just yeah. don't like Burger King." <laughs> uh, number three, try to wear lightweight material that is cool and not too tight. You're really going to perspire out there on the dance floor, and you will feel very uncomfortable if you had to go on something hot and heavy. A lot of the writing has uh, got a lot of typos, so I'm going to try to respect him by saying the things. In his wrongness, <laughs> what do you what do you think his voice sounds like? Man, I wish I knew. I, I can go to like wildly different directions from that picture. Let's hear. What? Well, I think uh, you could get like. Well, a let me give you a line that you can read here. Number four is avoid wearing any clothes with glitter material. This is out. So that's your line. Uh, let me hear what you think he might sound like. Avoid wearing any clothes with glitter material. This is out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's one direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, looking at looking at that picture, and can I just say, I have been looking at that picture <laughs> the whole time you've been talking. I've just been making direct eye contact with this picture. It's like this is what I'm picturing when he does anything. Oh yeah, and I think the other direction you could go because he he seems like a smaller guy, so I think it'd be like mm -hmm. a comically avoid wearing anything with glitter. This is out <laughs> like a real a real plumber mm -hmm. kind of voice, mm -hmm. like a fake Alex Jones like gruff yeah. voice. Yeah, because he seems like a little guy. Like, he'd have something to make up for. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you're it's, missing it's that he's from Texas, though. So I feel like he'd definitely... Avoid wearing anything yeah. with glitter. This is out. Like, that's the kind of guy. Oh, that's that's good. <laughs> I think that's, that's a good the one. one. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That, uh, that voice that reads like gay anywhere outside the right. South. But, like, w yeah. Like the Lindsey Graham. Yes, so. exactly. <laughs> But in uh, Texas just means you're an asshole. Yeah, just... Uh, number five, don't go dressed in your Sunday suit. Uh, you wouldn't know this yet, but Don Diebel's a very Christian man. Uh, <laughs> number six, some great-looking disco clothes can be bought at your Army and Navy surplus store. <laughs> so they're uh, already at the surplus store. You know it's so, over. So... Uh, <laughs> 
Christian, you were in the United States yeah. Army. Uh, did they have a lot of disco clothes that went you know, just extra, just surplus disco clothes? No, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what he would even get Good. there. That, like That lines up with what I thought you were yeah. going to say. <laughs> we have dress <laughs> uniforms, but I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. you want something that's like dark green, like a dark green suit? What are you going for? Like maybe a beret? I don't know that what you're going for, dude. Look sweet on the dance yeah. floor. <laughs> Some like sexy digital camis yeah. coming in the club. Yeah, maybe like you just got off the <laughs> like off the plane. You it almost sounds like he's like trying to to go dressed up like he's still in the military or something, and convince yeah. women that that's what what the deal is. Twenty years out of <laughs> yeah. style, like military uniforms. <laughs> I'm the doing old, old style sailor. Yeah, uniforms. just the Cracker Jack Navy uniform. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which? Excuse me, ma'am. I I fought for your rights. Um, I'm doing a military study on that butt. <laughs> <laughs> Next is you can get fashion ideas by watching disco shows on television. Wow, um, you weren't kidding. How disco heavy it is. Yeah. We're still at the start. Yes. He did not want to rewrite this book. <laughs> this was 1982, so this is like three right, years after. It. He admitted it was dead, but he was not willing to go back and, like, cross out the word disco. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Number eight is, while you're in the club, look around at other guys, and you can get some fashion ideas. So, (laughs) (laughs) sure. (laughs) Like, the thing... Ooh, that's a handsome man. Ooh, that's a handsome man. At least socially... Yeah, he looks good. (laughs) I just think, like, the... The biggest dork in seventh grade had this idea, right? To, like, look around and see what the cool kids are doing. It's just... It's so oh, good that's to- where that's where he got the overalls. You're right. Somebody else was just totally pulling it off, and he's yep. like, "Yep." He saw that, Joey from on me. NKOTB, and he's like, "Oh, look at this hanging tough video. These kids are fucking rad. <laughs> <laughs> look, all the ladies love them, <laughs> and I'm sure they'll love a 60 year old man dressed and behaving exactly like them." So, uh, number nine is probably my favorite advice. Uh, again, this is to learn how to dress for a disco. And uh, he says, some clothes stores specialize in disco clothes. Check them out. <laughs> <laughs> very much the same. Go shopping. Very much the same vein as his, like, go look at the clubs that to find out which are the best ones. Ask people which are the best <laughs> ones. So, yeah. That's the common theme going on. I've, cra- I've cracked clothes. it. I've cracked the code. There are stores that sell goods. <laughs> I'm going to write a book. <laughs> So, uh, he does, uh, some interviews with women in clubs and they're just real trashy barfly women who just say awful things. There's a lot of political slurs, uh, a lot of disrespect to, uh, humanity in general in this section. Uh, so it makes me think he might've really gone around with a tape recorder and like asked ladies, like whatever. The kind Um, of ladies that would talk to Don (laughs) D. Yes. Yes. The very specific. Awful, terrible women. This is going to be in a real self-published book about pussy hunting? Ooh. By by you? By a by guy you? that looks like yeah. you? I trust that. That sets off no alarms yeah. for me. You know all the 50-year-old men uh, out there writing books about this specific subject. That's right. He is about 50 years old already. Um, so chapter two, where to meet women. Now, knowing what you know about Don Diebel, what do you think his best case scenario is for meeting a woman? Ooh. Uh, disco clothing store. <laughs> That's a pretty good guess. Funer- a disco funeral. Ooh. <laughs> You're going to kick yourself when you hear it. The hitchhiker. 
<laughs> oh no! The, the very oh, first, no. the very first place he he suggests meeting women, the no. hitchhiker. Wow! He describes this. Uh, in case you need to know what a hitchhiker is, uh, he says, "How many times have you seen a girl thumbing for a ride? At least once, and probably quite a few times. Like most guys, you probably just passed by these girls and kept right on going." That's well, a my missed friend, opportunity. <laughs> my friend, <laughs> you just passed up a potential golden opportunity. <laughs> Any girl who accepts a ride from a man, and thousands do, is asking to be propositioned in some cases. No, oh, no, God. no. In some cases, it's like he knew how that sounded and he tried to like soften it. Yeah, he tried to walk it sense. back, but, the, but everything from the start, you were screwed from the <laughs> start. On, you gave away your entire... The they entire killer plan. Everything you say. Sometimes. <laughs> and like, often, you know, because they're not from your state, uh, it's harder for the authorities to look for them. They won't even know where to start. So the next time you see a female hitchhiker, by all means, pick her up. If oh, she's God, going the opposite direction, make a U-turn and go back and pick her up. Wow. wow. He's adamant. Been projecting real low confidence until this point, and now he's like, "No, no, you can go. You can go through a lot of hitchhikers." So he, con- he continues. You're probably wondering what to do after you've picked her up. The first thing is to ask her, "Is where she's headed?" This will give you an idea of how far she intends to ride with you, <laughs> and you'll know how much time you'll have to make your approach. Oh. So again, like the very first thing that you would think of about yeah, a hitchhiker. Yes, absolutely. That's my tip. That's my <laughs> hot tip. If you'll follow my conversational guidelines outlined in my chapter on how to talk to women, you'll establish a warm rapport. After you've established some friendly contact, just simply ask her, why don't we drive over to my place and have a drink? If she declines, tell her, I'd like to see you again. Would you mind if I give you a call sometimes? <laughs> it's, it's sometimes. sometimes. It's, it's not how I would have put it, but he's a, he's a different writer than me. <laughs> Hopefully, she'll give you her phone number, and you can follow up on her later. She'll so, give you um, a fake phone number yeah. that's half letters, and they're just... I- yeah, so far... If you're traveling out of town and pick up a girl on the highway, ask her if she'd like to stop and get a motel room to get cleaned up and relax. Uh, In conclusion, I'd like to offer you some advice. Uh, well, he spells advice A-D-I-V-C-E. Ad... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of female hitchhikers are young, so if you want to be on the safe side, check her ID to make sure she's not jailbait. Also, uh, you're you're not checking ID. <laughs> <laughs> also, when you pull over and pick her up, and she gets inside and sits down, you might ask her, "Why don't you sit next to me? I don't bite." Oh no! <laughs> yeah, a yet lot, a lot of this sounds like. He wrote the creepiest thing possible. Somebody else read it was like, no, this is a serial killer fucking manifesto done. And then they added in words like hopefully or maybe or like check her (laughs) ideas. He went back through and was like, he was like, oh, okay, you know what? It's fair. I see the problem. I took Sometimes. 20 minutes. I made the changes you asked for. Now, will you just fucking publish my book so I can be rich and have sex? Oh, God, that's so that's so early to put the hitchhiking. Where do you go from? Yeah. The rest of it is basically like go to hotel bars and restaurants, uh, human potential groups. Uh, what, what? Yeah. Examples of such groups are Silva Mind Control actualizations, EST, transactional analysis, Dale Carnegie courses, etc. You know, go to like a mind control seminar and like <laughs> get some loose chicks. 
<laughs> I mean, so, if you can um, place high in a cult, cult chicks are real loose. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes you, sometimes they have to have sex to like summon creatures. Yeah, that's true. Uh, sorry, this this section said friends and relatives, and I said oh, I don't like this one. He says this is an ideal way to meet girls. Just make a list of all your friends and relatives, then contact them by phone or in person, and ask them if they know of any single girls they could introduce you to. It's nothing to be embarrassed about when asking. You're just wanting some female companionship. <laughs> Please keep in mind, this only works once. You will not have these friends yeah. or relatives after this. He, he straight up says to make a list mm. of people you know, call each of them, and beg them to give you someone to have sex with. That's the level of effort this guy is willing to put into getting laid. Like, none in the right direction. Like, he's not like, I should work on my personality. No. I should, like... I, I should I learn love... to dance, at least, if I'm going right. to go to dance clubs. <laughs> He, I don't think there's a lot of stuff about, like, learning how to dance or learning how to be charming. It's all, like, that real phony, like, uh, conversation talking point charm, like, being charming for, like, two seconds. Yeah. And he's also very, very bad at that. Like, like if you follow, the, like, pickup artist stuff, um, generally that stuff's pretty gross. But for the most part, it's training, like, uninteresting men how to be interesting for, like, six to ten yeah. minutes. And... You can argue the ethics of it, but for the most part, that's a valuable skill, and Don Evil 100% does not have it. <laughs> so uh, the rest of the book is a lot of like practical advice on how to like uh, do online dating and uh, go to like single seminars and things like this stuff that isn't as crazy as um, right. as the rest of it. Uh, so I'm going to skip ahead to the to the crazier parts. <laughs> uh, chapter six is. How to meet swinging females. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> Danger and then, sign when he's calling them females. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's all, that has always been. Yeah, it's an that's a new thing. That's always been a danger sign yes. through the decades. Since the 80s. No trust people who call ladies. Don't trust people who call chicks females. Yeah. In the females, 80s. I'm sorry, chicks. <laughs> Jesus. 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 Skirts, dame. Whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. The, the most disrespectful term possible, but with an edge of serial killer. <laughs> Uh, in the 80s, swinging is not only coming out of the closet, it is becoming socially accepted as part of the times. Social sex is a viable alternative to marital infidelity, and its popularity is a symptom of the energetic and powerful American libido. Um, three apostrophes were wrong in that paragraph. I just <laughs> want to let you know that I, I don't know why I'm saying it out loud. There's, there's no point to it. I just I get frustrated how bad the writing is in this book. So anyway. Like how he's describing libido like... I don't know. David Attenborough would describe a powerful yeah. predator. <laughs> right. See, this is science. The, the off-sighted, <laughs> rarely seen. Yeah, for him, this is like research. This is this is what he does. So he knows a lot about swinging. And there's a lot of talk in this book about swinging magazines you could subscribe to and how to like meet swingers. Uh, like you go to like adult bookstores and like you ask where the swinging stuff is. Or sometimes there's pamphlets for swingers. <laughs> and uh, this is not a community I've ever been a part of. Uh, I get the idea that it is a lot of gross men like Don Diebel and like one of their wives, yeah. right? Like, I don't think this is a great place to meet women. No. Um, yeah, but if if you're him, I mean, it's probably the best shot you've got is, yeah, is just, somebody else giving you permission to be with their woman for a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Just being near some sex is probably more than he's ever mm-hmm. had. Right, because you don't have to convince the woman, you have to convince the husband. Yeah. Right. Don looks and, like he's pretty good at that. And he's no, like, threat, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, if a real... Right. Right. You I give think that's that, the you, danger you, of the orgy, is having a giant, virile man come in and just, like, 
tear your woman up. And then, like, she goes home and just talks about it all day. Like, oh, that guy's dong was so sweet. Just yeah, this is huge. what this is what you Driven get to like make sure that you look good for the rest of the week. Like, she's been complaining. Yeah. yeah, she was she was really pushing for this swinger lifestyle. I wasn't into it, so I called up my friend Don. Actually, he called me and asked me if I knew any women. It was really sad. <laughs> anyway, she's over swinging. Yeah. She's never going to do that again. Your relationship is safe with so, Don. That's what his that's what his slogan shirt says. So he gives some list of things that swingers don't approve of. Like they don't like people who are indiscreet, like the kind of person who might write a book about it. They don't like they don't, they don't like liars. Uh, there's a long section on like lies that believe he's heard. me i know that i know that one personally yes. i can vouch they hate liars there's a whole section that's just called unclean and it's just <laughs> one of the most important rules of swinging is cleanliness if you show even one couple you are a pig you have had it <laughs> Look, the news will get around just like anything that might hint at success is like he's clearly never done yeah. this. He has no idea what he's talking about. Whatever you can feel, every single failure happened to him. Don's yeah. a real stinky guy who had to learn from his mistakes. It's too gross to to fuck married guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the weirdo of the weirdo community. Right, the weirdo scene is like, oh, we're. We're closed. We're closing the swingers. Cl- Actually, swinging's over. Uh, it, you, you're familiar. This happened with uh-huh. disco. Right. Long before you wrote this book, this was not an accepted thing. This is, like, 1982, I don't think was, like, AIDS pandemic yet. But, like, it was uh, pretty bad. Like, at, at yeah. this point, venereal disease was, like, a serious... It wasn't the 70s anymore. I think, like, that's... There used to be an era where people would get... Kids... Uh, your parents used to have sex with all of their friends and neighbors because there was no such thing as venereal disease. You just took a pill once a month and uh, once every day. I don't know. I don't know how any of this works. I just read Mario Corelli's 101 <laughs> Things to Make Her Wet. This is a race to accurate sexual My whole brain is brain. filled with just 250 wrong names for now the it's labia just majora. Generally, generally pubic mound. <laughs> generally pubic mound. That's all I know anymore. <laughs> my whole neural map is just generally pubic mound now. <laughs> Ask your boomer uh, parents about <laughs> key parties, and they'll tell you. And they'll be <clears throat> right. I don't. I don't even think that's true. Maybe it is, but like Don Diebel, I think is living as if that's a real legend that he just missed, and he could be a part of if he just like <laughs> asks the right adult bookstore owner. You know, like. I'll take a tab of amyl nitrate and the phone number of the swinging president. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then it, it talks, talks to you about how to make your ad for these swinger ads, which again, maybe that's that was a thing in 1982. I'm going to uh, skip ahead. Uh, chapter seven is how to meet flight attendants. That's the chapter. <laughs> okay. go, go on a plane. <laughs> the is, end. End of chapter. He's doing a lot of I travel to Debo, meet women. <laughs> yes. I think Don Debo was on a plane once and met a very attractive flight attendant. and that Who just, had to be nice yeah. to him. Yes. Had to be nice to him. That's the key for Don Debo. Uh He's really good with strippers and flight <laughs> attendants and waitresses. <laughs> and and yeah. Bartenders up bartenders, to a point. Up to, yes. Up to a point. Uh, beautiful and vivacious flight attendants. That's that's the opening mm. sentence. Go to the concourses of any of the world's airports, and you can see them walking along in pairs. <laughs> These are women of mystery. They are like birds in never-ending migration. They have an air of confidence about them, 
and are extremely poised. This is a very proud and select group of women. After all, they have been screened and selected from literally thousands of applicants to represent their airlines in this highly competitive industry. <laughs> I couldn't think of a more worldly woman than a flight attendant. After all, how many ordinary women do you know who may have just had breakfast in Boston and lunch in St. Louis and are about to eat chop suey in San Francisco's Chinatown? <laughs> I don't I don't know why I love it so much. It's just this lifestyle of the rich and famous for such an ordinary job. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even make it sound all that no. stuff. It's like they've been selected at this job out of thousands of applicants because it's a good job and they might have sure. you know famous Boston breakfast. <laughs> famous the, uh, like on the plane in the airport probably. The famous but you see what I mean with like the wild, he's getting into that wildlife thing where you're viewing this yes. thing from such a distance that you know you're not part of its world. And yeah. you're right. just describing it as an abstract now. So um, he can turn, uh, he talks about in chapter eight, unique ways to meet women. Um, and there's one he calls the circular method. It's a very unique way of advertising for romance and several nice and beautiful women contacted me. That's what he says. When you, what you will be doing is simply putting circulars on windshields of cars in nightclubs <laughs> and single bars parking lots. No. I'm not kidding. Uh, he's he's flyering their he's cars? In flyering the, he's not cars. even going in the club. He's <laughs> It's a numbers game. Yes. We've got to get out. <laughs> right. I would never I would never in a million years have guessed anyone would be that pathetic. That's <laughs> I don't think I would have even come up with that as joke. Yeah, that's, that's too, too sad. Far. If you're putting that into like, uh, I don't know, a sitcom, that's too far. <laughs> I would have been like, no, no, this this takes place in the real world. I'm getting like abstract again. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to skip ahead to chapter 10, body language. And this is where we're going to play a Sean Baby's book game. You know what that is. I'm going to read here, uh, how to use body language to attract women. You can attract more women than you can handle just by simply using the art of body language. Step by step, I will guide you in the usage of successful body language using the following methods. Okay, so now what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to guess. Each of you have a different section you're going to be guessing from. This is very much like Family Feud style. You're going to try to guess what Don Diebel said in his top 10 lists of ways to recognize female body language. So. Ways to recognize, uh, not body language you can adopt. Yes. This okay. is how to recognize if a woman is into it. Well, uh, Christian, you're going to go first. And your section is how to recognize female body language that means she's interested in you. Okay. The following body signals and bodily movements will indicate that a woman is interested in you after meeting you. Now, there's 14 options that he lists in the book. You're going to try to guess one without missing. Okay. Um, my first guess is going to be her feet are pointed towards you. She sits with her legs crossed and pointed towards pointed you. Towards Number nine. You. I'm okay. going to count that. Yeah. All right. Um, Very well done. She. You. Uh, so now Brockway, okay. uh, you're going to do one. So this is, this is body language. <clears throat> this that is, means. No, yours is different. You oh, have your okay. own list. Uh, it's only 10. Uh so the advantage goes to Christian, but you're a veteran of uh, Sean Baby's booking. So I, I think <laughs> a it's veteran right. loser. <laughs> what you're trying to recognize, how to recognize female body language is that she's available. 
The following are some body signals and bodily movements that indicate a woman is available and approachable. So, they're looking for action. Maybe from you, but definitely from you. Okay. No weapons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm seeing if there's any that are close enough. Uh, it's it's Diebel book. I'm, I'm, I'm putting it down. <laughs> Let's see. Number six is sitting with her legs crossed in a manner to reveal her thigh. That could be to reveal that she's not carrying uh, a sidearm. Right. No blades. No small pistols. I don't know if I can give you full credit. So we're going to say it's zero points to one point. Christian's in the lead. Uh, so, Christian, now you need to name another thing that means she's interested in you specifically. Okay. Another guess. Um, she initiates physical contact. Like, she'll touch your shoulder. Something like that. Okay. That's a great guess. Um, number three, her hand or thigh carelessly brushes up against your thigh. Okay. Count it. Brockway, uh, you need this one. <laughs> This is just, you need to name something Don Diebel says a woman does that says she's available. It says she's available. Not fleeing. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Come on, no fleeing. No fleeing. Well, number 10 is a woman sitting with her arms crossed can indicate that she is frustrated and not having a good time and would welcome you approaching her. So, no, um, that's not what that means. <laughs> <laughs> no, Don. <laughs> she seems really cranky. It's a perfect time to go fuck her. <laughs> for, for me to cheer her up. She'll be so happy to see me. <laughs> oh, Don Debo. Uh, okay, Christian, if you can get three in a row, you will win this first round of Sean Baby's book game. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, Oh, yeah, he does real obvious stuff. Okay, eye contact. Oh, very nice. The first one, of course, if you do make eye contact and exchange smiles, this usually means that she's interested in yes. you. So you're in you're in Don Diebel's head. <laughs> or the His advice he's giving. Head. Is there just is one chair <laughs> and no decoration. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Rockwell, you seem like you're, you weren't playing to win that round. Which I appreciate. Uh, in fact, I might give that round to you just for trying so hard to lose. But uh, cracking it, <laughs> cracking the code. Um, it's not about playing Don; I, it's about I playing love Sean. I love that almost <laughs> word for word. The first thing, the first three things you thought of were like the first three things he thought of. I, it's that's <laughs> Don Diebel's level of expertise, and I think that's why I wanted to do this book thing to show that, like, um, this dude. Has literally no expertise. Yeah. He, he, he really has a television. Like, he kind of toddler learning yes. about how to make friends yeah. yes. like in first grade. <laughs> he sort of knows what this would look like if it ever worked, right. but he he can't tell you. And um, and again, that's the other thing about like modern pickup artistry that's very different from this is that it's like hundreds of like like predatory dickheads like telling each other what worked and what didn't work, right. and so it gets sort of boiled down into. The closest thing that is to a science or will ever be to a right. science. Whereas this is just one lonely dude <laughs> trying desperate shit. None of it's working. Yeah. In who also believes in the type of magic and psychic bullshit that uh that allows for something to fail five hundred times and still technically work because it might. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Uh, I mean he did list what sounded like oh, yeah, cult workshops sure. as like fun places yes. to go. So uh I'm going to skip to cults. <laughs> cults. There is some a lot of cult stuff in here. 
chapter 13 is how to pick up women using astrology. Okay. Um, yeah, and <laughs> that's pretty culty. This is uh, not actually like how to use the, the, the stars to like predict what women want and like make them happy. It's basically learn enough about astrology that you can fuck girls who like astrology. And, and then yeah, that's that chapter is two pages long and I described it for you in its entirety. <laughs> There's no reason to read it. Chapter 14 is meeting women using the powers of the mind. Oh, <laughs> and <laughs> this is um, how to pick up Don't women evil. Psychic <laughs> using self-hypnosis. Now, you're thinking, okay, this is crazy. He's trying to mind control women. But a lot of what he's doing is just like self-motivating techniques like he'll get in front of a mirror and just be like oh you're so fucking sexy john t <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what i guessed I, yeah. that was my first assumption yes. is that this is just him trying to convince himself to be less sad <laughs> yes that's that's psychic mind powers <laughs> i've unlocked just, it just creating the thinnest veneer of self-esteem and he's like this is magic this is mind <laughs> sorcery he can do to not sound immediately desperate and just surely nobody has thought of this before they would conquer <laughs> the confidence world. what a novel so, idea okay so i'm gonna just skip ahead he's he's a crazy person um there's all these procedures to like stand in front of a mirror and like tell yourself how great you are and they're they're almost too sad to like just knowing that they exist is sad enough. I, I yeah. can't read them out loud. You got to um, give me one. You got to give me one so okay. I can, because I'm, I'm telling you, I'm still looking at this picture. I'm still just <laughs> yeah. hard eye contact with Don on his God bed. His affirmations. I need to see, yeah. I need to see him. Do not get discouraged if you find it somewhat awkward at first when trying to see, feel, and believe each suggestion. This is to be expected. So like, you, you, don't get discouraged if you don't fucking believe yourself <laughs> when you say this to yourself, basically. <laughs> I always say the right things whenever I speak to girls. I always know exactly what to say. I always know what not to say to girls. <laughs> the, he stresses, a lot he of stresses that one. That one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is underlined. Like he, he figured out how to underline he on his typewriter. That one. I never have to act cool with girls. I am cool enough just the way I am. Girls oh. notice this quality in me and like me for being <sighs> myself. This book is 100% not about being yourself. Yeah. This book no. is full-on playing a character, lying to women, doing anything you can to, to trick them into bed. It is extremely easy for me to walk up to a girl and start talking to her. Uh, done. So, Real yeah. Millhouse energy in that I one. always expect girls... Yes, he's very millhouse It means that you believe yes. firmly the opposite if you have to stand there and yes. do this. It means you are... Absolutely firmly entrenched in the opposite mindset. So, <laughs> who are you yeah, trying to just, convince, buddy? I have Who's... to convince myself of this using brainwashing <laughs> techniques on myself. <laughs> so, so he's just using self hypnosis. That's not like predatory mind right. powers, right? If he had actual mind powers, no. he wouldn't use them. Uh, page 146 How to use telepathy to meet women. Telepathy is the sending and receiving of thought messages without words. Thoughts pass from your mind to another's mind. Through a sea of electrons which surround us. Thought is a real thing, just like any visible object. Thought sends out vibrations just as light and heat do, but much more intense. <laughs> so, okay, um, I, was, I was not expecting the psychic turn yeah. this yes. book has taken. He is full on trying to use the force to, like, meet women. Now, he's not full on, I wouldn't use the R word, but he 
absolutely is trying to mind control Ugh. them into sex. He, I don't think he would call that sexual assault, but I think listen, uh, it's if, not if it's not sexual assault if yeah. it doesn't work. Right? Wow. He's just trying to sexually assault these women yeah. with powers. He doesn't if, have if the powers. If it was real, he would be, but he's, yes. it's not. Yeah, so the, there's no problem. If this was the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the whole show about this g- guy's power would be a rape trap. <laughs> it yeah. would be just it's, Jessica Jones. Yes, it would be Jessica yeah, Jones. It, yes, that was two what, seasons. Two seasons of dealing with the trauma of that. And uh, this guy's like, what a great world that would be if I could do that. <laughs> if I could shoot electrons at the women across the bar. <laughs> Except my electrons, I scream at them. And, and they yeah, do not like His failures it. with approaching women. I, I have put that in my list of things not to say to women. <laughs> yeah, his... Not, not to say. <laughs> ha ha ha, I tricked myself, now I'm allowed. So, uh... Eight years go by. I want to move on to this other book yeah. that Don Diebel wrote. Uh, eight years go by, and he publishes Finding Mr. Right. Eight, eight years. Yeah. There's a big span between give up. these books. Right. Uh, this book is called Finding Mr. Right, A Woman's Guide to Meeting Men. And just for fun, I want to read a passage from the book we just read. It's called The Teaser. Uh, he says, this is the one that really bothers me. You see this real foxy-looking woman flirting with you and really giving you the eye. You try to meet this woman and she tells you, I've got to go to the restroom. And then she never returns. Or she says, I've got to look for my girlfriend and never (laughs) returns. Later, you see her in another part of the club. So if if the lesson is, if Don Diebel says hi to you, you have to fucking wait there for him to finish having sex with you. And if you go to the bathroom, you have to come right back. What did I tell you? Not fleeing. (laughs) That's That's the first thing that he looks for. I just want you to remind you the kind of guy we're dealing with. So now this man is writing a book for women. And he has a section in this book called The Teaser. Here's one that really bothers you. It's written in the second person because the reader is late. You see this really handsome man flirting with you and really giving you the eye. You try to meet this man and he tells you, I've got to go to the restroom. And then he never returns. <laughs> and another one is, I've got to go look for my friend. And he never returns. Later, you see him in another part of the nightclub. So, wow, word for word, he just so. searched for the pronouns and switched them. <laughs> that is ninety percent exactly what he did. Absolutely, he took his book about predatory pussy hounding and just gender swapped it, which is <laughs> because it, it must be the same. It must be the same for women. They must it's, be the same thing. Like they're they're the out same, there, right? Just grabbing dicks left and right, and it's not working. And That's the female experience. In a way, it's the most sexist thing in the world, but in another, it's the least sexist (laughs) thing Yeah, there's got to be a Lady Donna. It's also, you know what? There's got to be a Donna somewhere. (laughs) It's it's a pretty sound strategy, because it it all hinges on you having read his prior book. That's Mm -hmm. the only way you can call him out on it. That's true. And there's just, there's no way. There's no way. He knows... The, the 11 people who bought that book out of his garage. and You are the only person that has read two books by this man. I promise you. That's almost certainly true. I don't think he's read two of his own books. I yeah, I mean, apparently not. He hasn't even written two. So, so many typos. Uh, so in the first book, he writes about strip joints. And he says, I sincerely hope you're not one of those guys who just goes to strip clubs just to watch the exotic dancers. Most men do, and they don't know what they're missing out on. 
These women can be picked up and are generally an easy lay. Uh, <laughs> no. The, no. <laughs> yeah, almost. Uh, I, I don't think it's he's wrong. Like, strippers are, are very sexual people. But they also have their guard up. And they have seen this type of bullshit coming at them all day, every day. Like, they, they have and more they defenses against this exact type. Yes. They have, they have more defenses against this type of shit than anyone alive. And in addition to that, they're very incentivized by their work and boss to not have sex with customers. They, they now, if you would say can. get a job at a strip club. Right. That might be better. That's <laughs> You'd have yeah. a little leverage there. Uh, so in the lady version, he says, I strip joints. I sincerely hope you're not one of those women who go to strip joints just to watch the male dancers. Most women <laughs> do, and they don't know what they are missing out on. <sighs> Here's okay, where it changes. This does not, this does yeah. not, none of this gender swaps. You could have gender swapped a lot of this book. And you chose the, part, the parts yeah. that absolutely do yes. not work. Another, me another method of meeting them and getting them to leave with you is to try and offer them some drugs, especially cocaine. <laughs> some of them do drugs and some would do, in quotes, anything for drugs. That is new. That is what he added because wow. a guy using cocaine on a stripper... I don't know if he just didn't think of it or if he thought that was, like, right. wrong. But if a woman, do, woman does it, that's, like, good advice. That's him advancing yeah. the technique, I think. That's eight experience. years has passed and yeah. he has learned four things. That's one of them. So you might remember Don Diebel's chapter on where to meet women and how that began. <laughs> now go to, go to the man's store. <laughs> right. Now, gender swapping the hitchhiker is almost certainly a bad idea, right? He wow, have, no, he, he wouldn't did not. have done that, oh, right? No. Let no. me read the section on how to meet men. Uh, section one, <laughs> the hitchhiker. Like most women, you probably just passed these men and kept right on going. Well, girl, you just passed up a potential golden opportunity. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. He does add a little caveat here. I know what you're thinking already. It's too dangerous to pick up men thumbing for a ride. The majority of hitchhikers are not dangerous. Oh, how very progressive <laughs> his, of him. That's, yes. That's Look, amazing. Only one yeah. in ten is a murderer. Right. You, you got know? a pretty decent chance of not getting killed by this guy you're having casual sex with. So, wow. um, there's a lot more astrology in this book. There are some other small changes. He added astrology because women, like, love that, uh, unironically. Not like him. He just, he pretends to like yeah. it for the pussy. Uh, he has a, a four-page chapter about where you can meet horny rich men, which seems to be researched the same way he researched like how to find swingers clubs. Like he's like hitchhiking. Yeah, go yeah. to the golf club and ask around who the richest fellas are. Uh, so here's the thing: is if they're like selling this to rich men, Diebel seems to have at least some sort of understanding that women have a product worth selling. Like women are the people he that get pursued in this right. type of interaction and and so this book is fully deranged right like he, something in his brain did not let that thought like hit the rest <laughs> of it so 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 much of the book is about like hey you're a woman everybody wants what you have so go sell that so whatever i guess it's telling women to be prostitutes but it's also telling women and just get be, murdered. to just and be desperate dick hounds. Yes, become and prostitutes murdered. and die you in a ditch. Prostitute, give people cocaine. Uh, get murdered by people <laughs> picking you up while you hitchhike. Or find people with drug problems. Find dangerous <laughs> men with drug problems and yes. feed it. Feed it as much as you can. <laughs> so uh, I, I guess that's what I love about Don the most is that 
in his brain, women exist as, um, like hookers, but also just desperate dick hounds, just throwing it at any guy in the nightclub, just for any, just please take me home and make love to me. I, I need it so desperately. Just like you do, Don Diebel. I actually spend all day in the mirror psyching myself up to talk to Don Diebel. Like, oh, come on, you can do it. Oh, don't pee your pants when Don Diebel asks you for sex. I don't know why I made her a pirate. Uh, <laughs> she would sound, yeah, she would sound like that. So, Fe- female yeah. Diebel. Donna Diebel. Don Feeble. Uh, I mentioned Don, earlier Don Feeble there. how indulgent I got when I did some of those cracked articles when I was only writing like once a month for the site. And one of the things I did was just fucking look for every digital footprint ever left by Don Diebel. <laughs> so I bought every book he wrote. And one of them was the Houston Entertainment and Dating Guide, Where to Go and What to Do from A to Z. So and it's, specifically Houston yeah. and only Houston. Yes. He 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 full on because my market a, wasn't limited enough. I was selling too many books across the country. <laughs> right, and um, this is uh, absolutely a fan made yellow pages. This is just fan fiction yellow pages, <laughs> but sort of for perverts. A lot of it is just full on like, hey, go roller skating, and here's the roller skating places in Houston, and it's just like really like humorless like descriptions of places <laughs> like with no expertise just like i've never tried paintball but here's where you go for paintball um <laughs> and <laughs> dick <laughs> some dick if you're lucky uh it contained 100 pages and uh eight pictures and uh some very short descriptions of uh things like art galleries like if you don't know what an art gallery are is uh don diebel will tell you it's a place with art <laughs> Uh, senior citizen it's the art, centers. It's the art store. If you're looking for senior citizen centers, those are in there. So it's like the full gamut. Just call an old person and ask them what the best ones around are. <laughs> right. Uh, so then in 1999, at the age of 52, he published 1001 Best Pickup Lines Surefire Opening Lines for Meeting, Attracting, and Seducing <laughs> Women. At this point, he has written the books I've described to you, and I think we can all, all agree right. they're not good. Uh, and yet on the book jacket of 1001 Best Pickup Lines, Surefire Opening Lines for Meeting, Attracting, and Seducing Women, he calls himself America's number one singles expert and one of the nation's leading experts on dating and relationships. So this is <laughs> Because a there's no board that certifies that. That's the one thing he'd like. He looked that up and like, uh, is there anybody yeah, that can Yeah, it's like best pizza in town. You don't <laughs> yeah. know. <laughs> exactly. But, but from a place that only makes hot dogs and went out of business yes. day two. So this is a man who's asked probably hundreds of women for sex after he psyched himself up enough to do it. None of them said yes, and he considers himself uh, considers himself <laughs> an expert. So has possibly gotten yeah. several women murdered with his advice. Yes, if anyone ever listened to this man, they're probably dead. I'm just going to go through and uh, share some pickup lines with you, and you just uh, maybe tell me if they would work on you if you were uh, okay. a horny lady. So. Chapter three is all about beach and swimming pool oh pickup boy. lines. <laughs> Can I give you a foot massage? And then in parentheses, women really love this. <laughs> no, yeah. they don't. No, they That's really your don't. opening line. <laughs> I am like bookmarking this for if I ever need somebody to just leave my area immediately. <laughs> yeah, <see? laughs> this is like a fucking force field. They would just be thrown out a window. That woman would tell every friend she knew for like three weeks. Like, you would not believe the fucking gross dude I met today. The yeah. obvious foot pervert. He didn't even try. Like, I mean, I hate it when they do it, but they always like, I expect some subtlety. I don't know. There's an art to it. 
Like, they had to have foot guys in oh, 1999, sure. right? Like, I know we're super online and, like, we know about all this shit, but, like... Okay, yeah, Quentin Tarantino oh, yeah. had fully hit yeah, by 99. That's true. It was like the foot guy's paradise. <laughs> they were allowed out in society. <laughs> so this is from the same chapter, Beach and Swimming Pool Pickup Lines. You sure do have sexy-looking toes. <laughs> uh, that's, oh, no. that's the whole thing. That's wow. the whole thing. Uh, here's wow, a great one. I would... Uh, there, it starts with a quote and then a parenthetical statement to explain to the reader, like, he's thinking. Show me your boobs? With a question mark. And then in parentheses, he writes, You would be surprised that some girls will actually do this. Strippers are noted for flashing their boobs. See, yes. All yes. women are strippers in the mind. Yep. Yes. <laughs> do you think they're all being paid to do that? Like, there's just a fund. Like, imagine being at the swimming pool and this fucking old man walks up and just says, show me your boobs. And then waits. You like, have very uh, sexy toes. Would you like a foot massage? <laughs> so the, rest, they don't the work. rest of this better be like pickup lines to yeah. use while in jail. <laughs> you have very sexy yeah. toes. It works. Written in 2003, how to find a wife in prison. <laughs> There's two more I have from the beach and swimming pool pickup line section. Uh, the first one is, if you went swimming with me, I'd lick you dry. Uh, God. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Fuck. Not how human you. relationships you work or yeah. how licking works. It's Or how, dry, yeah. or how drying works. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, That's it's, not even how drying works. Uh, and, of course, uh, you have the sexiest feet I've ever seen. Is it, is it just all... There's so many yeah. feet. I am showing a lot I, of restraint by only doing three foot ones. <laughs> I already, I called it. I told you Quentin Tarantino broke the yeah, seal and Don Devil was like, is it time? <laughs> it's my time up here. So um, here's some for bars and nightclubs. These are uh, in chapter two. This one is, hey, somebody farted. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> so, <laughs> said 20 seconds after Devil ripped oh, a nasty fart. She is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, in parentheses, yeah. you must fart first. You fucking... <laughs> <laughs> now the other thing I love about Don Diebel is that so much of of his moves are predicated upon like very subtle subliminal <clears throat> messages and like mind powers that are undetectable by like science. So he'll like point his fingers at his groin it, like by looping his thumb into mm -hmm. his pockets so that like there's subtly things pointing to his dick to help give this woman an idea that like yeah oh, oh dicks oh dick. yeah oh that's right oh right I love those so. I haven't, I haven't thought about dicks in, a, in an owl's age. So something like this, just bursting into a woman's life and contaminating her brain with farts. It's just, it feels like it undoes so much subtle pointing to me. Like, like when you yeah. look like that guy. Yes. Like, I just feel like it's hard for her to get back on track to like, what was I subliminally getting suggested? Yeah, that will throw your whole night. Imagine if somebody did that to you. Just be, I, I have to go for a yeah. walk. I don't know. Yeah. Believe it or not, I don't want to have a conversation about farts with a stranger that's pulling yeah. me outside, away from my friends. <laughs> and then leave immediately right. with this man, yes. who thus far has only mentioned yeah. farts to me. <laughs> hey, fart guy, yeah, you seem safe. Dear lady, hey, farts, let's go. <laughs> yeah, at some I also love feet. At some point in the 80s or 90s, Don realized that him being a stinky guy was just something that he had to deal with. So he just figured out how to <laughs> work <laughs> that into his That's technique. Right. That's Maybe they right. love we it about you. We sort of decided he got kicked out of that orgy for being yeah. stinky. 
This is something he's had to deal with for 17 years. Now that he's into the feet, I mean, it's all a oh, picture yeah. coming together. Yeah, we go, we're, we're getting that. Okay, so here's another one for the bars and nightclubs. Um, you say to the lady, do you mind if I taste your drink? Then lean over and kiss her. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. You take the drink off her mouth. Again, just yeah. right to jail. Straight to jail. Straight to jail. Like, no qu- no questions. They won't even ask. Oh, yeah. Once they see Don, show up they and know. see Don and be like, ah, shit. I, I can't. It's fucking know. Diebel again. <laughs> In a million years. Did he do the I drink can't. thing or the or the fart thing, lady? That's all you have to say. We have, we have check boxes. Yeah, we, we just got to mark them off. We know this guy. He keeps sneaking in with a new wig. <laughs> Chapter one is called All Purpose Pickup Lines. Uh, here's a great one. I love you! With an exclamation point. Oh, wow. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Got it. Almost. <laughs> right from Megan Wants a Billionaire. <laughs> almost. Uh, that's, that's the whole strategy. It's so good. Uh, it's another one energy. is, I, I swear I'm not embellishing. Hi, how are you doing? Oh, Okay. <laughs> That's the best one so <laughs> far, I think. Just, yeah. So you can use that anywhere. Pick up line. Yeah. If you include that in your book, like, what is what is the point of an editing process in any way? Like, what what is an idea bad enough that Don Diebel wouldn't put in his book? I guess yeah. is my point. Women <laughs> fucking love that. Women go crazy when you say, hi, how are you? That just, you just go nuts. Fucking polite yeah. greeting everyone uses. Okay, here's a great one. All-purpose so pickup line. This works anywhere. You don't have to use it at the beach or the nightclub. You can use it at the grocery store. You say, aren't you that little girl I bought Girl Scout cookies from back in 1972? Uh, oh, no. No. Yeah. no. yeah. It's like not pedophilia, but it invokes right. that. Yeah, it's, you know? <laughs> it puts yeah, pedophilia it on the table. It invokes a lot of grooming. Yeah, it's, and, it's yeah. like... Oh. <laughs> Yeah. It's like walking up to a woman being like, hey, did you have an uncle that looked like me? <laughs> does your dad's butt smell like this? <clears throat> did you ever go hitchhiking as a teenager? <laughs> did I murder you? Did I cut your feet off? Did you live through that? You got to tell me if you did. I feel like I've seen your ID before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Uh, this one, I, uh, no joke, I think is a really good pickup line. It's from the all-purpose chapter one. Anywhere you can use this. Can you help me with a problem? My blow-up doll is busted, and I need a real woman to be with. Can we get together tonight for dinner? <laughs> That's so long. <laughs> oh, just yeah. laying it laying it out there. It's way yeah. too real. Like, ha, 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 I'm allow, kidding. Allow me like, one paragraph. But, like... <laughs> Uh, there's another thing, uh, uh, he keeps asking women if they're Italian, like, like he has uh, probably 11 or 12 variations of like asking a woman if she's Italian. I don't understand it. I just, it's one of those like quirks where you're like, this guy's not editing his own work, but also like something about that must've come close to working for him. (laughs) So ask a woman if she's Italian. Um, yeah. She'll be like, oh my God. Yes. Are you Don (laughs) (laughs) Dino? Yes, I'm Italian. Uh, would you like to lick my feet dry? <laughs> Literally everybody in Houston has warned me about you. So, the book contains, I'm not kidding, an entire chapter of Beavis and Butthead pickup lines. Like, not wow. similar in theme. Not like, I broke my, <laughs> my blow-up doll. <laughs> he, he, it, it's just direct quotes and references to the cartoon. <laughs> just, he likes Beavis and Butthead. 
He just said, fuck it, why not? <laughs> Look, nobody's reading this anyway. This one's for me. Just <laughs> having a little fun. This is a treat. So, uh, so Don included a chapter specifically about picking up topless dancers. And they included lines like, uh, what's your real name? And uh, this is a line in its entirety. Show me your bush. Uh, so he also. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. like $20. And, and this will, if if anyone listening has uh, is friends with strippers or has worked as a, a dancer, will recognize this attitude or direct line from every man you've ever met. Don't you get tired of all these horny men with their brain mm-hmm. between their legs? Like, I'm the uh, good one. I'm the good strip yeah. bar customer is basically his his move. I um, understand that the only reason you've been doing this is to meet a man, but yeah. they've all been disappointing you so know, far. You need a good one who like, doesn't get horny around naked yeah. ladies, right? Uh, That's my number one virtue, <laughs> is that you do nothing. You do nothing for me. <laughs> and on the very same page as that pickup line, he says, Don't you get tired of being around all these drunks and horny men acting like a bunch of idiots? <laughs> so, obviously, the... The theme here is he wants to shame her filthy yeah. job um, and her choices. You're right. I d- this last straw, I don't yeah. want to strip anymore. I, I don't disagree with, like, the the idea of, of demonstrating to a woman, like, uh, hey, I'm, I, I am above average. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I'm not, like, an animal. You're, you're safe around me. Uh, I, I do want to see you naked. That's why I'm here, obviously. But, like, I'm not, I'm not like, one of the crazy ones, right? Like, it's, there's a lot... That's a good barrier to break through. I don't disagree with that. I just feel you like... Take your knife out and put it on the table so that she knows <laughs> you don't have a knife anymore. Let me show you how much I trust you, toots. You hold the knife. <laughs> <laughs> put it right to my throat. Yeah, use use your, your feet. So, <laughs> I, I just love how even in a, a thing that I'm like, I guess, sure, if you're if you're trying to pursue a relationship with a, with a stripper, which, of course, is a great idea... Everyone wants a woman who has to go to work and rub on other men's dicks. That's the dream. <laughs> but to do that, you need to get past this first. You need to be able to sort of say, hi, this is the real me and I need to know the real you. You just can't get there by saying one line to her. I guess right. is my point. Like, I guess if you've gone to a strip club a few times or talked with her for an hour, I don't know. I have made friends with strippers. I just do. I wouldn't be able to write a book about how that works or why right. it works. You- it's just... Sometimes you make friends you with people. You treated them like a when person. When you're not supposed to make yeah. friends with people. <laughs> right. Sure. But I'm sure I did that to other strippers that are like, this dude's trying to treat me like a person to trick right. me into sex. You know what I mean? Like, I, there's, High alert. There's no reason to think you can right. trick a woman. Exactly. By, uh, anyway. <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to give Don Deeble notes. He's just fucking out of his mind. He's screaming, show me your bush at strippers and wrote that shit down as wisdom. Uh, <laughs> as a tip <laughs> a hot tip so, so here's a fun thing uh, after I wrote that article uh, my friend Tim Schaefer from Double Fine uh, maker of great video games like Psychonauts or Day of the Tentacle he, he gave me a book called How to Pick Up Topless Dancers that was sitting around <laughs> his office and I started reading it and Show Me Your Bush was in that book twice and I'm like okay that's a coincidence right but no 40 to 50% of the lines were direct ripoffs of Don Diebel's, but it was published three years before. And there was an extensive section on (laughs) self-hypnosis. And so I started looking through and and seeing like other little quirks, like 
putting the apostrophes in the wrong space and <laughs> words that he didn't spell right in both books. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. Three years before this book, he wrote a book just about picking up topless dancers as a man named Derek Evans. That's his pen name. And um, that's just a thing that happened. So that's fun. <laughs> and he's not Derek Evans. He's, he genuinely... I, I'm 99% sure this is a Don Diebel book, but I couldn't verify it. Okay. I'm just saying like... My linguistic analysis, take that for what you... I don't know if I'm an expert of that or not. I read a lot of books like this. Sean uh, with a green filter yeah. on, numbers and letters flying over your head, scowling into a monitor. My expert analysis, for what it's worth, says this is a Don Diebel book. And, uh, and it's fantastic. Um, so, it's pure. Yeah. It's pure Diebel. I think this is a, a good stopping point if we need a break. Uh, sing a song, I guess. I might. Well, I'm going to go in and do cup of coffee, and then I'm going to sing Jamie's song. For sure. Absolutely. I never meant to be so bad to you. One thing I said that I would never do. One look from you and I would fall from grace. And I would wipe the smile right from my face. Do you remember when we used to dance? And incidents arose from circumstance. One thing led to another, we were young. And we would scream together songs unsung. It was the heat of the moment. Telling me what your heart meant. It was the heat of the moment Showing your eyes And now you find yourself in 82 The disco hotspots hold no charm for you You can't concern yourself with bigger things And catch a pearl and ride the dragon swings I sang Jamie, uh, she's our audio engineer, I sang her um, nice. Asia's Heat of the Moment. It's a good good selection. We're talking about Don Diebel, we're back from our break. Um, uh, in 2003, they brought Don Diebel in as a lamp expert. Not <laughs> as a, like a romance expert, it was an article about lamps, and he yeah, had, does that mean Does that mean something else, or is no, it like... No, like, like this is the, an art, uh, uh, a magazine about like interior furniture, and... He did some sort like of. I a, turn this on to light up a room. Right. He, yes. he wrote something about romantic. I'm sorry, it makes me think there's a never heard about lamping lamp that I don't yeah. know about. The story Don Diebel gave. <laughs> Untrustworthy lamps. The story Don Diebel gave is that he wrote about romantic lighting in his pickup chicks book, and the editor of this magazine saw that and said, "You know who we should get to comment on these lamp designs is num- <laughs> America's number one." sexual relationship advice i thought maybe he did this as his day job he segued the books yes. into yes I mean, maybe he worked at a lamp you, like i, I don't know, I'm just saying I don't know. <laughs> yeah that, that was my that was my assumption it made sense i was like yeah that looks like a lamp guy it, i could expect that guy to be trying to sell me a lamp that i don't need <laughs> i just remember searching for don devil interviews thinking somebody had to talk to this fucking pervert <laughs> about his terrible book right and the only interview i found was this guy asked him about these three lamps. Uh, so. <laughs> Non-murder is Hitchhike Magazine. <laughs> non is underlined. So, there. Credibility. Uh, so, 
it, they weren't good lamp reviews. Uh, I'm not an expert on that, but that's my opinion. <laughs> uh, but he did mention in the interview his website called getgirls.com, which was okay. not a Don Diebel branded website, which I did not know about. So I went to getgirls.com and it was amazing. It was like all of the Don Diebel type shit, like books on, you know, flirting and picking up girls with pickup lines, but also shit like sex cologne and like seductive scents. So you could like spray yourself with shit and like women like smell it and have to fuck you, right? So again, this might be why he got kicked <laughs> that's out of that orgy. Here? <laughs> that's, the na- that's the name of my sex cologne. Is, did somebody fart in here? <laughs> so, so this stinky guy. So uh, I found um, a CD-ROM. <laughs> just feet, all feet. On the, just, <laughs> I bought, Oops, I bought, all feet. <laughs> I, I did buy a copy of Oops, All Feet. And I bought uh, a 2009 <laughs> CD-ROM he wrote called... Uh, that I found on the website, 200 Guaranteed Ways to Succeed with Women, Everything You Need to Know on How to Meet, Date, and Attract Women. So, this <laughs> is... a CD-ROM? Yes. Um, yeah. Is it is it interactive? No, it's oh, just okay. like a PDF on a CD-ROM. Like, there's no reason for it to be a CD-ROM. <laughs> oh, my, oh, Jesus He was just Christ, like... What the fuck? It was just yeah, like, it's 2009, I gotta books. fucking get with the future. So... Oh, I was... <laughs> I'm so heartbroken, though. For a moment, yeah. I thought there was like some sort of Don <laughs> Diebel FMV game. How amazing. Oh, I'd love it. So he was 62 years old when he wrote this. Uh, and it's sort of like the erotic memoirs of his life. But uh, he's a virgin and a liar. So I guess <laughs> it's not a good book. So out of the 200, ways, 200 guaranteed ways to succeed with women, the 29th one was a story called My Date from Hell. And um, it is what seems to be a made-up story about Don Diebel's greatest sexual <laughs> triumph. And I'm going to read, read it to you in its entirety. It's fucking fantastic. If you are playing the dating game, chances are you will have a date from hell. It's just part of dating jungle out there. You're going to meet... That's his mistake. I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> there's so many typos. You're going to meet some pretty strange and weird women. One of the worst dates you can have is these women that flirt and come on to other guys while you are on a date. They are so full of themselves and love to be the center of attention. Nothing can be so rude and such a turnoff as your date throwing herself at other guys. While we are on the subject of dates from hell, let me tell you about one of several of mine. I met this really fine girl at the beach that had the best body I had ever seen in my life. I was just driving around on the beach in my Corvette with the T-tops off, and this beautiful girl in a hot bikini flagged me down and said, That's really a fine Corvette. Can I go for a ride in it? Of course, I took her up on it. So, um, I've seen this story reprinted yeah. in a couple of other Don Diebel's books. Yeah. Uh, the typos. <laughs> a couple of penthouse magazines. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The typos are always the same. He's just cutting and pasting <laughs> his own lies into whatever the fuck. So, um, to recap well, where we are so far, he's, he's very cranky about women that flirt with other men. And he is literally just driving around on a beach in his Corvette. And the hottest girl he's ever seen, like, jumps into his car. So, yeah, I just without him stopping, she just uh, runs up. She flags him down. She's like, hey, guy leaps in. Hey, old man doing cookies (laughs) on the fucking beach. Can, Can I get this seems like a safe thing for me to join in on. So. It's better to be in the car rampaging up and down the beach than be on the beach. Right. If there's any element of truth to this story at all, I think Don <laughs> Diebel ran over a sunbather. That's what I think 
if any of this is true. Her, her body rolled up over the windshield, landed in his car. He counted that as a date. It counts. He's like, what if instead of that, this other stuff happened? So he continues. We seemed to hit it off really well, and she asked me if I could give her a ride home. She came to the beach with her brother in his car. She seemed a little drunk, and later I found out that she was an alcoholic. Anyway, we stopped by my place on the way to her apartment that late afternoon. It had been a very hot day, and I looked in my backyard to check on my German shepherd. He was lying there lifeless, and his body was very warm. There had been a thunderstorm earlier in the day, and I know from experience that when this happens, he freaks out and paces back and forth endlessly. Also, he had turned over his water bowl and had no water, so apparently he had literally run himself to death in the heat with no water. I rushed him to the vet, and on the way the girl kept crying and giving my dog mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Can you imagine this? It was too late, and there was no hope for the dog, and and he died of a heat stroke. So... What is this story? So, what the fuck? In a story what? with no stakes, where he's not motivated to tell the truth in yeah. any way. You killed, you killed your you dog killed through neglect? And the woman is giving yeah, him out to just mouth. emotionally broken <laughs> yes. by it? And you're, okay. Well, <sighs> so he, This is the craziest thing I've ever heard. He continues. To make a long story short, I dated her a couple of more times, and she was always drunk, and she confessed that she had a drinking problem. So let me tell you what happened on our last date from hell. I took her to a nice romantic Italian restaurant, and then we took a helicopter tour of Houston, Texas. Later that night, we went to a nightclub. All she did all night was flirt and talk to other guys. I let her know I didn't appreciate it either. So I finally got her to leave because I couldn't take it anymore. We were on our way back to my house, and she wanted to stop by the lake. So we were walking along the pier and insisted that she wanted to jump in the lake. I told her not to jump in the lake. Because she was drunk and may drown. We argued back and forth, and before I knew it, she jumps in the lake with her clothes on. She swam about 50 yards, and then I saw her struggling and started going underwater. So I had to jump in the lake to save her. There was another guy on the pier, and he helped me bring her up on the pier. She was okay, thank God. So, this woman, uh, who unsuccessfully <laughs> no, resuscitated his dog... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, she died. You watched her die. Yes. I again. Just I think like there's an dog. element of truth yeah. here. He, he hit a woman, a woman that was lake. sunbathing like. and then threw her dead body into She's a lake. She's just drunk. That's what happened? Yes. So the date's still not well, over. They say animals <laughs> are the first sign. She had a warning. <laughs> like anyone would have told her, "Hey, don't get in the car with that old man driving around on the beach. You're not." You're, you don't even have your clothes on. It's not safe. Um, and <laughs> now she's in a lake. Okay, so he continues. So there we were, both soaked and wet, and I was pissed. I took her home so she could put on some dry clothes. While I wasn't looking, she had taken some of my antidepressant prescription pills and passed out. She was like a corpse. I loaded her up in my Jeep and took her back to her apartment. She slept all day and didn't show up for work. I learned later that she was suicidal, and that was the reason she jumped in the lake and took my pills. Needless to say, I never dated this mental case again. <laughs> so the moral to this because she died. <laughs> so the moral to this article is that there's a good chance you will have a date from hell. Just chalk it up as experience, and as the saying goes, crap uh. happens. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. you're honestly, she's I, dating Diebel. You should have known. Yeah. Like, that's... 
It's suicide. It's it's not it's suicide. Cry by for cop. help it's if you go on a date with Don. Like you're just yeah. you don't ha- you don't have the balls to do it yourself, but you're just hoping he does the job for you. Because I mean, look at him. She saw that guy driving down the beach and was like, "This fucking lunatic." He's definitely he's definitely gonna throw me in a lake. Yeah. If you're in Devil's that's house, that's what I need right now. You'll find like a bag of toenails, and you'll say, well, "What are these toenails?" And he'll say, "Oh, that reminds me of a totally unrelated story about." The 29th guaranteed way to pick up women, where this woman killed my dog with her mouth, and then I threw her in a lake, and then she took all my pills, and then I killed her and sawed her feet off. Wait, the last part didn't happen. The rest is all true, though. Why does every one of your stories start with your dead dog? How many dogs have you had? This is... Obviously, this did not happen. But this... He, but yeah. it also makes you look like a fucking lunatic yes. in every in every direction. If you're gonna lie, and a lot, I, I love the whole. He's got this whole like dream date planned out with like a fucking helicopter tour and a romantic Italian dinner and a nightclub and then a walk on the beach. And I'm like, I just don't. That's too too many. I things. don't think this yeah. happens just logistically. But whatever, maybe this is a twelve hour date. Like, what is a helicopter tour? Like, that's. You've got to go there. I imagine there's some paperwork you fill out. You're in the air maybe a half hour after you get to the helicopter place. Half hour, hour tour helicopter? I don't know. Houston's a pretty yeah. flat, wide area, right? <laughs> so you're going to be Not a there. lot to see. Yeah, you're up there. <laughs> That's not really... It's not a Hawaii helicopter tour. You're up there longer it's a lot than of like, <laughs> yes. And here's this other strip mall. That's here's the, the beach biggest where strip I hit mall. you with my yeah, Corvette. The Astrodome again. <laughs> Remember that? You can still see the blood. So, so if you're up in the air longer than 25 minutes, you're going to ask for your money back. So let's assume it's short. You come back down, you drive back. You're only out an hour and a half. I think it's doable. Dinner, an hour, two and a half hours. You go to the nightclub, you wait in line, you go to the nightclub. So it's a four hour date. Then they go to the lake. It's possible, I guess is the point. Uh, she's, I don't know why, uh, she's, she's stealing us pills. She still tastes (laughs) like his dead dog. I don't know why either of these people are pursuing this relationship. <laughs> Those are the last words. I still taste your dog on my lips. <laughs> I think I drank part of his soul. I want to die, Devil. <laughs> so a, a year after he published whatever the fuck that was, along with 199 other tips, he writes the 100 best places to take a date. And that's it. That's the whole idea. And it just has ideas like, Miniature golf and pizza. Like, it's a yeah. full-on fucking Godek book that he wrote in the 2010. Like, uh, this is after, 10 years after we stopped publishing books like this. Like, the world agreed, like, okay, this, these yeah. fucking tidbit things are fucking garbage. Like, I think there was even a Family Guy episode where, the, like, the dog tried to write one and it wasn't successful because they're like, yeah, yeah, this thing has been done and people hate it. And this was, like, several years <laughs> after that. He writes a book like that. Yeah. So yeah, this is like Ska. <laughs> the spir- window has closed. Right. Yeah, it's the spiritual. We all regret opening it. Book about uh, what the a- Houston A to Z. What was that? That one. It's it's just a little book on how to do stuff outside. Uh, made obsolete by phone books. Like it's it's garbage. And so it's it's like this. He's still kind of trying this thing. Like maybe someday I'll write a book that will just go viral for no reason. And that sort sort of seems to be his technique with women and publishing. Just do something shitty. Making them go viral. Some stuff. Somebody's got to invent a second pet rock, right? There's got to be a second pet rock. The next thing he writes is the easy way to improve 
your golf with S slash A golf hypnotism. <laughs> so he's <laughs> it's no longer about trying to get laid. It's just trying to get slightly better at golf using the same pump up techniques he once used in the disco to like ask women women to show him her, her tits. So this was not a good book. I read this book and uh, didn't find a whole lot of like uh, redeeming qualities. Maybe you like self hypnotism and golf. In, in which case, check it out. Uh, Does he have any golf stories? Where his dead dog was where he drove onto the golf course in his Corvette. <laughs> Just <laughs> took a caddy with him, and they killed his cat together. <laughs> then they went on a, tried to drown himself in the ocean. Yeah, they went on a boat tour of the bay, and then she dove into the water to kill herself. That's his fucking. He could have made up anything, and this woman. Was, <laughs> that's your magnum opus. Yeah, you know, like if I wrote that yeah. and I was this guy, I'd be like, yeah, that's the best thing I'm ever gonna write. That's good. That's my masterpiece. I'm gonna tell. I'm done. Me. I retire. <laughs> so here's what happens after this. There's always like an element of religion in his stuff, but then he full on went uh, Jesus. So he he wrote a book called How to Use the Power of Jesus to Help You Meet, Date, and Attract Women. And (laughs) it's almost (laughs) what you picture. It's almost a bunch of pickup lines for like lonely Christian women. But here's what it is. Most of the book is affirmations and prayers that you give to Jesus to make you feel better about your own loneliness. That is the place Don Diebel is at. After a lifetime of hunting Poontang, he is alone, just begging God to to yeah. let him live with that loneliness. And um, so I'm going to just read some of these. Uh, again, this is how to use the power of Jesus to help you meet, date, and attract women. I'm going to read you some of these. Uh, I just want you to keep the, the conceit of the entire book in your mind that this is intended to help you meet and <laughs> have sex with Christian women. My prayer... Dear Jesus, help me overcome feeling depressed and feeling sorry for myself when I don't have a woman to love in my life. Help me avoid having any pity parties. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. <laughs> I I don't get how that would... I, I think if a woman saw that you wrote that, her panties oh, dry yeah. up no matter who she is. Like, if she... Like that... It's the saddest the dog thing. dog-killingest woman in the world. <laughs> yes. She's would, like... Would just... <laughs> I fucking... Really like that story you tell about the dead dog. Yeah. Uh, but this is too sad. Yeah, I was on board with it through that. I was here. <laughs> so at this point, Don is, I guess, like 65 years old. sixty, Maybe 63. Um, spiritual advice. When you walk around a bar or nightclub in search of women to meet, visualize yourself walking hand in hand with Jesus, directing your steps to meet women. He will guide you to the right woman if you will just trust him to do so. Yeah. So he's over 70 years old, still in the nightclub, just yeah. walking hand in hand with Jesus and telling women, Jesus brought me to you. Show me your bush. You have really sexy toes. Look, no, no, Jesus said that. Je- that's he Jesus. wanted me. You rascal. Yeah, that's a good cover. If you say something and yeah. she doesn't like it, that's when Jesus said it. Yeah. Oh. Like he's into the foot washing thing. Uh, mm-hmm. That's yeah, his footprints in yeah, the sand. Scans. It's uh, Here's one that's... Those pickup lines that didn't work, those were yes, Jesus. Yes, exactly that. But <laughs> <laughs> That was Jesus tearing ass on the beach. This is from a section called Bible Verses for Dating Women. When you are rejected by women, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Isaiah 41.10. <laughs> so... 
Like, let's what? be clear. That's a that's a jerk off <laughs> reference, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just yeah. I'm pretty sure he didn't write that about dating, right? Okay. Did he search the Bible for hand references to like see what Jesus would have thought about all his intense fifty year struggle yes. with masturbation? Yes. That's <laughs> that's what it seems like to me. Yeah. And he, that's the best he came up with. <laughs> this is another uh, Don Diebel's prayer. He, he labeled it my prayer. He wrote this himself. There is nothing in my life that does not come from you, Jesus. This includes that special lady that you will send me that seems heaven sent. I don't know why that is so sad to me, but it... Nobody else has sent me a yeah. woman, so it's, it's just up to I God have, now. I have a stack of books by this guy who just desperately, best case scenario, will wake up with mind powers that will allow him to force any woman to have sex with him. I know this is who he is, and this fucking prayer to Jesus Christ made me so sad that I felt bad for him, and yeah. I'm so pissed off at him for it. Like, anyway. Um, speaking of sadness, uh, I did find his Facebook, and it is just pictures of him from one horseback riding trip he took with no women, and dozens, <laughs> so, dozens, so exhausting, like, like serial killer levels of intensity, he went Deep in on a Lay's potato chip fan flavor creation contest. He named and designed so many fucking <laughs> Lay's potato chip flavors that it is like 20 <laughs> weeks of, of Facebook scrolling. Like, I don't know what he did before like fucking 2017 because it's just all <laughs> potato chip ideas. That's Surely you have a few. Surely <laughs> you're going to give us a couple. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't fucking save any of it. It's, it's, it just made <laughs> What me, are you doing? I know, I agree. I, I just, I have so much Don Devil stuff, I was not going to write down his, his <laughs> fantasy potato chip flavors. I just draw the Foot line. Farts. At a certain point, data about a person becomes irrelevant. That's, that's my call to make. Yeah. Don Diebel's foot and fart chips. Don Diebel's dog and an dog and antidepressants. I, I already have like eleven inches of my library dedicated just to Don Diebel. I can't like have a bunch of documents that are, that are screen grabs of his fucking potato chip flavors. I'm just I'm laughing at myself. Uh, but it is something I might Corvette do. exhaust and pool water. <laughs> so that's I guess uh, the legacy of Don Diebel is absolutely never getting laid. Writing 10 or 12 very, very, very bad books that end in just a plummeting sadness. Oh, yeah. Uh, Certainly yes. killing a dog, uh, probably yes. killing several women. 100% killing a dog. 102% killing a woman. Probably keeping and her fetus lays. trophies. Uh, the, the bag of toenails thing yeah. that I mentioned earlier, that's probably real. He's definitely got some kind of a trophy collection. Uh, anyway, be, the moral <laughs> is be nice to women. Um and I then think. he turns to Jesus, mm -hmm. and then he turns to Lay's. Yes. <laughs> neither of them had anything for him. They both and neither of the them shit had anything him. to do with them. Jesus said, fuck you. Lay's says, yeah, we agree with Jesus. Einstein hooted Frankfurt. Einstein hooted Frankfurt. It's a podcast canal. Und mit maximalen Schau. Doc Frankfurt podcast. Correct. Yeah. Frankfurt. 
Dogs 9000 was brought to you by Benjamin Siranen, Dr. Awkward, Yosaria, Josh S., Zachary Evans, Adrian Hisbrook, Aiden Moat, Brianne Whitney, Josh Fabian, Armando Nava, Lyman, Toastiga, Neil Schaefer, Jaber Al Aiden, David Forna, Mike Stiles, Eric Spalding, the artist formerly known as Devin, Hawk, Neil Bailey, Micah Phillips, Polly Poisuo, John McCammon, Nick H, Matt Riley, Rhea, Rich Joslin, Ken Paisley, Timmy Lady, Dean Costello, Three Finger Louie, Nick Ralston, Zadarfan, Jamie Gordon, John, Jeremy Neal, Michael Rader, Alpha Scientist Javo, and children love the meat millie.